Remember this. Put it in your head. That person was created by God just as you were, and you have the ability to save them. You have the ability mm-hmm. to change their faith for the better. And you are going to sit there and just let that opportunity pass by because you might be too scared. And that opportunity may may never arise in their life again. Yep. And so know that when you approach somebody, you could save their entire life. You could change their entire life. You could transform them, or God could transform them using you. Mm-hmm. And just know that God loves them as he loves you and that you should love them as you love yourself. So why wouldn't you tell somebody the truth? Why wouldn't you want to save them? Welcome to episode 24. Today, welcome. we have Aiden, Matthew, and myself, and Robbie on the soundboard. He's our favorite on the soundboard. (laughs) Yes. And so today, we have decided that we are going to be discussing manhood and brotherhood. And brotherhood. Okay, Okay, good. I thought you were going to do the sparkles for manhood. (laughs) That would have not fit. (laughs) Okay, so the first thing that I want to do is, does anyone have any godly moments throughout the week? Well, every day is a godly moment, as I... I like to say, and Jonah said on a previous podcast, but I'd say my godly moment was just getting, getting my, I don't know if I was, I wasn't off course too much, but getting my life back with God and uh, in my faith, That's staying a good steadfast. So that it's short and simple, but that is my little testimony over the week. Very good, Matthew. Aiden, do you have anything to say? Um, well, I was just thinking about, um, <clears throat> earlier like half an hour ago even um we saw jackie downstairs at the church shout out to jackie by the way she's wonderful she made great dumplings for yeah us she well. made us dumplings they were and good. um we were like oh we still don't know what to talk about for this podcast and then she's like you guys should talk about brotherhood and community um because she runs a project um focused on the safety of kids and um, at some point, grounding them in their faith, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she really put an emphasis on the fact that we as humans, we're all the same. Mm-hmm. And I mean, obviously, we have different personalities and different beliefs, but in in kind of a, a simplified way, we, we should all be treated the same. In God's eyes, too, because we're all yeah. loved by him and God, we're all created in his image. Exactly. And so I think that's something that we don't say enough on this podcast is that everybody here, you were made in God's image. God loves you. God cares about you. And so we ask, as we always do, run to God. He loves you. That's not a question. We ask that you. Just enjoy it. We we demand. (laughs) We demand that you run to God. (laughs) Okay. Well, how about you? Um... Yeah, I had a couple of things. So first thing I want to do is a short little apology to you guys that I kind of <laughs> <laughs> made a whole uh, little episode without you kind of ripping on no, you. No, I I was fine with that. The only part that bothered me about that, like I thought it was even funny. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty funny. But the only part that bothered me was how loud the bleep noise was when you I said that the was the one thing I forgot to. Amp it was down. so loud. <laughs> I find it how funny how f- 
like scared the crap how out focused of me. we were on food like i took i was t- <laughs> <laughs> i was putting my anger into food yeah we should go get some chicken tinga tacos yeah let's go get some chicken tinga tacos this episode stank <laughs> stank stank <laughs> i mean anyway. it does it, i'm gonna be honest with you guys it stinks literally after this podcast is over because the no ventilation it whatsoever. is so hot in this room you will t- you might see sweat pouring down is my there, face are you like this. crying or is that sweat no right that's there? sweat I, th- <laughs> I think their logic was that the ac would like mess with the audio but now we're like dying <laughs> and but anyway that's not important so i i was told after i released that episode that both aiden and matthew were kind of working on their own personal faith it's while well, they were trying to do By the whom? who told you that matthew did me oh so <laughs> i'm sorry that i that i didn't uh, I, I forgive take you. that into account we forgive you Wolfgang. um but it made me realize that my own personal faith was very weak, especially last mm-hmm. week. Um, I had been focused on too many other things like homework and whatnot. Not, not as important as God, obviously. Right. And mm-hmm. I wasn't growing my relationship as much as I should have. And, and so, yeah, I think we all get distracted yeah. from my faith. And that's why I'm so grateful to come here. Mm-hmm. Um it's actually not a Sunday, but I would say on Sundays, I'm really grateful to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Sorry to interrupt. No, you no, there. I, th- I was. But Aiden, every 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 time, there's always there's always some really nice person who greets us at church, and Aiden's like, ah, I love it. I love it here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I tell Matthew every time um, we come to church every Sunday. People are congregating in the front, like getting coffee, doing the thing. Everyone's talking with each other, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, it's you!" And they point one of us out, oh. and then we talk to them for like five minutes. And they talk about our podcast, and we talk about like whatever they do, if they do some project or however they help the community. Like we did with Jackie. Is often, mean, yeah, that exactly. That was that was more mm-hmm. in depth than typically. Yeah, is, but no, I, I still liked it a lot. That, the point is that like, I I just love being here, and <laughs> I tell Matthew every time like I love it. It's here. a safe, <laughs> it's a safe place. Yeah, I mean, it always shows us that church is not a building; it's a community, mm-hmm. and it always is there to lift other Christians up. You know, and they don't want to steal your a money. Good segue <laughs> into our next, well, into our first discussion. Well, I want to. I haven't but, finished my oh, godly, yes, I godly moment Sorry, here. Okay. So it kind of made me realize about because Jocelyn was here over the uh, over the weekend and I kind and I was anticipating it up until that port and point and I was kind of uh, I was kind of distracted from God <clears throat> in a way not a good way but it kind of shows how Satan can use like a good thing a good situation like you're comfortable in life and you're happy and kind of flip it around to distract you and replace mm. God and that's something that happened this weekend and i i was kind of upset after i realized it but when i came into church on sunday i went first uh first uh sermon with yeah service first service service. and they went second service so i never ended up actually seeing them on sunday but the thing was is that when i went to first service there was a man there who later uh nana introduced me to afterwards but he had gotten up once they had the open mic session time you know and people tell stories during that and he said that he was he was also distracted from god and he said that what happened was the fact or was that he was i think in philadelphia over the week this guy's name is bill i'll point him out to you if i see him next sunday or after that um but yeah he said that he was there for veterans day and that he had gone to go visit his father because his father had died a couple of years ago because of uh, an illness. But he was a veteran. So he went to go pay the respects, and he said that he was kind of praying for his father, and he was praying 
for his family, but he didn't realize until he looked over about 30 feet to his right, and there was a woman there with two little kids. He said they couldn't have been older than seven or eight, and they were both hugging her legs while she was crying at a grave. And his story made me start crying because it showed me that not everybody has good things in their lives, and we need to be more thankful for them, and we need to connect to God. And it shows that Satan can use really good things, or at least what you think is really good, to pull you away from God. He can take amazing things in this world and turn them into terrible things. But God can do the exact opposite. Yeah, because everything that God made was good. Mm -hmm. But as soon as the deceiver came, a lot of those things became corrupted and were like their whole meaning changed. Yep. Exactly. The whole context. But Bill said that he had... um, it kind of pulled him back to God because he, he started talking to him a lot more after that, which definitely inspired me. But I ended up talking to him afterwards because I, I saw Nana. She was at second service. And Nana um, introduced me to him. And she said, he was a Catholic with me. He went to the same church as me. And the only, way, or the only reason he's here right now is because I prayed him here. And I wanted him to keep coming here. And then eventually he did show up after countless amount of times of pleading and praying which and he he agreed with her which was really nice to hear mm-hmm. and so it's it's kind of funny how we as christians as a community we can have one person touch another and then that person touch another and then they, it all goes around in a circle and so i think that's a good segue into our community as christians we we as christians have a responsibility. Yeah, we have a responsibility to love not only just other Christians, but everybody. It was written in the scroll of Isaiah that Jesus read after he was baptized that he would not be the Savior for the Jews, but for all of mankind. Yeah. So Jesus didn't die for me. He didn't die for Matthew, Aiden alone. He died for every single person on this earth in the past, present, and future. And I think that's something beautiful. (laughs) Robbie, I I saw his fingers. Yeah, it was hovering over. (laughs) Lingering over the, like, I didn't mention it earlier, but when we were like, all right, that's a good part for the segue, his fingers went straight for the sparkles. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, um, I think we as Christians need to start acting as Jesus would. And I know that's such an easy thing to say. Oh. But we, we well, as Christians... we're laughing at the word weenie, we're probably not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not even the immaturity. That's a, that's a whole different, <laughs> that's a different subject. Thing. We don't need yeah. to worry about that. The main part that I'm concerned about is... Do you, you guys have had the desires in the past to just go up to random people and start talking to them, haven't you? Yeah. Okay. What? <laughs> Are you crazy? <laughs> I don't know, just all of that was just stuff I've been praying about for myself and for you guys. Because <laughs> I... Just, what, specific, oh, like the uh, going up to random people and just like... Well, like, just, okay, so first of all, it's just, I want all of us, I've been praying for a long time that we can all become just steadfast and rooted in God and in our faith, faith, because I know... oh, all. <laughs> Every uh, mo- most days, it's like I'll I'll look at myself and I'll look at all of us and I go, okay, today we did some things right, but most most of the time we were not 
living a godly life. We were immature. We were making jokes we shouldn't have, and we were putting people down, making fun of them. And I was like, that's, that is not what Christians should act like. So I, I continued to pray just that all of us can, you know, become, become closer to God in this discipleship we have. And mm-hmm. recently I've been praying. It's just like, this, if we want to spread the word, we need, we need, we all need to learn how to talk to people. Mm-hmm. And that's, so that's what I've been praying about. Just God to bring us that courage and confidence to go up to anybody on the streets, spark a conversation with them and just talk to them just, just about life in general. Sometimes it doesn't even have to be about God. Yeah. You can just get their story. And the thing is, is that it doesn't have to, you don't immediately, okay. You don't have to okay. be the guy who stands on the side of the street going, Jesus is coming back <laughs> with the megaphone. That happens a lot from big cities that I've been in. However, and I'm gonna be honest, you can wear the fire stars for Jesus hat. You can do that. That would help. That one was for Luke. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the thing is, is that that doesn't help in my opinion. I feel like yelling stuff on the street scares people away. It, yeah. Not only it scares people away, it's kind of anti-productive as you just said. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why Christianity has been so flourishing in, in well, obviously because our God's real, but secondly, <laughs> because because people, when when they have that beautiful and amazing relationship with their God, they start having a desire to have it with other people, so that way they can have that mm-hmm. same relationship with God. And so when you when you feel as if oh should I go talk to that person and should I go kind of get to know them, so then you can then talk to them about Jesus yeah. and all that. Um, but the number one thing is like things where you're forced to talk to people. Like let's say XED, which if you guys don't know what XED is, I explained it all back in episode 14, and you guys can go. It's watch short that. for experiential education. Yeah, experimental education. Experiential. One of those two. Experimental education. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I I really liked it because what it could do is I have never talked to about those the group of 20 people that I was with. But you know what? They put me with them for a week in order to kind of force me to become friends with them. And I'm good friends with a lot of those people to these days. What's that? It's like, I was put with these people for a whole week and I was forced to be friends with them. Well, you... (laughs) (laughs) No, no, you summed it up well in the end. It just sounded like it was... (laughs) I mean, but the thing is, is that you're not technically forced to be friends with them, but when you're in an environment where you always have to be together... I can't hate each other. Yeah, you like work to be... You learn to work together and be friends it was it was an amazing experience for me and so like i said it might be something where you go and meet at like uh i don't know some sort of class or because you're forced to be in that or obviously church but there's other things sports events and things like that where you can just get to know people and then invite them over and Mm -hmm. get to know them better and then show them that you're a christian without telling them i wrote this down last night because i was writing Mm -hmm. a lot last night that if you have to tell somebody straight up that you're a christian if after like a couple hours of conversation obviously you can like walk up and be like hey i love jesus and all that but if you after a couple of hours of conversation are talking to them and and you have to say hey by the way i'm a christian i feel as if you failed as a duty of a christian because if you're not showing that outwardly then it's not you know it's yeah not. i probably already explained this but um like on the podcast but dan dangler um He's our Young Life leader, and if you don't know what Young Life is, have we explained what Young Life is? Um, I, young Life is everywhere. I, yeah. Young Life is it's a nationwide thing. I think it's it's there's, there's no no, of no it, like, it's all international. The world. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's international. Um, you can go look it up. If you look up Young Life, it'll be the first thing that pops up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, just for sake of ease, but Dan Dangler is Aspen's high school Young Life leader, mm-hmm. um, and he's good because he has kids um, that are our age. Yeah, we know them personally. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Dan, he loves to um, lead like the eighth grade out to red groups because um, that's a five-day backpacking trip in the maroon wilderness here in aspen um and so uh some parents are able to chaperone just like on the first day and they'll like hike back because they can't really like stay the night you know um and dan will do that and he shows the way he described it is that he shows like really good character and he's super like fun to talk to and funny and then when these kids find out that he's christian they're intrigued to like learn more about christianity exactly jesus especially if you're a christian who can make jokes that helps a lot well yeah i didn't mean it as in like you failed as a christian (laughs) i didn't mean that i'm saying like if done if you can't get people because for instance i knew this woman at my work um i'd only talked to her a few times but she kind of knew my work ethic she knew that i worked hard and i've told this story on the podcast before but she found she ended up finding the podcast and she said i never really understood why you were all the things that you were because she was giving me a compliment she said you work really hard you try really hard and you always do your best to make people happy even if it's not beneficial to you and that was something that really touched my heart but she said i understand now that's because you love christ and you love god that is what he's called you to do and that's why you do it and that was something that really really hit me here it touched you touched my heart <laughs> and so just like matthew <laughs> <laughs> you got a nice heart thank you godly men godly men <laughs> so aiden i'm gonna quiz you what does godly man look like jesus Okay, well, okay, he well, was God. Yeah. <laughs> he was a godly man. He was a god man. He was, yeah. <laughs> you are right about that. Am I wrong? What though? qualities make a godly man? Yeah. What? What did? What? What was Jesus? What did he do? What? What, what did he act like? Uh, he had magic powers. Okay. <laughs> not all of us have magic powers. Hey, all of us can have magic can. powers. Not at we the just have to believe though. really, 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 really hard. Well, that's true, actually. <laughs> I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. me. I can the hive mind has turned on. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, yeah, I can list a few. Okay. We can go around. Strong. I was going to say um, humble. Okay, very humility. good. Humility. Very good. Mm-hmm. Are we going around? Oh, or is yeah, it just Matthew. me? Oh, <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. yeah, okay. Uh, humility. Let's see. Uh, strength. Uh, self-control. Selflessness. Courage. Um kind um i was gonna say altruism but that's selflessness <laughs> um, i have a cheat sheet here <laughs> um confidence confidence giving you one close to god <laughs> close to god confidence Okay, well, I'm going to read a couple of Bible verses. Just keep verse. going until we stop. Proximity to God. Let's see here. Um, did, you, did you say one? Yeah, confidence. Oh, uh, charitable. <laughs> um, 
I, I did not get that one from there, by the way. I'm just. Oh, uh. Fun loving. <laughs> humorous. Oh, whim- whimsical. <laughs> Is that humorous mm-hmm. behind the whimsical? <laughs> sure, yeah. It's like humorous. Maybe you haven't said steadfastness yet. Steadfast. You've been saying that all day. Um, all right, are we are we good there? Yeah. Okay. And then there's also righteous and gentle. But anyway, let me go over a couple of Bible <laughs> verses about this. First um, Corinthians sixteen thirteen: Be watchful, stand firm in faith, act like men, be strong. Be strong. Be and strong. So there's a reason, okay, I don't mean to go off on a tangent, but there's a reason people say, or like would say, man up. I think It's because men hide their emotions and are strong. Yeah, and yeah. it shows in this verse. Yeah, exactly. But strong means something different here. It could mean strong-willed, it could mean... Big. Big. Yeah, um, anyway. Therefore, an overseer must be above reproach. The husband of one wife, sober-minded, self-controlled, respectable, hospitable, hospitable, and able to teach. Mm-hmm. That's First Timothy, three, two. We, and then I'm gonna we give, got a whole list of these. I'm gonna give you one more here. Um, then we can talk about it. I think after let's ask the, afterwards. Let's give some real life examples of what a real man looks like and what real or what fake. Fake men. Oh, actually, I'm gonna do two <laughs> more. <laughs> <laughs> we're Mike, not talking about. We're fake not men. talking about f- fake men. We're talking about. <laughs> <fake> men. <laughs> okay, so Micah six eight, or Micah. How do you say Micah? Micah, Micah I thought so. Micah. All right. <laughs> he has told you, O man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God. And then I'm gonna give you one more, which is. First Peter three seven. Uh, two more. First Peter three seven. Likewise, husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way. That's one wife, by the way. Um, showing honor to the woman as a weaker vessel, since they are heirs of with you of the grace of life, so that your prayers may not be hindered. So a good husband or man yeah. of God mm-hmm. would Takes protect care. his wife yeah, and take care. Wife. Um, and then. Yeah, the last one. First Timothy six eleven. But as for you, O man of God, flee these things. Pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, steadfastness, and gentleness. Okay, so th- there is a lot there. If you'd like, you can look into these more yourself. Look at different translations and whatnot. These are all ESV. Um, but yeah, godly men. This world needs godly, godly men. men. Because... I'm not saying that we don't need godly women. The issue is is that just none of us feel as if we have the authority to yeah. speak on what a godly woman is. We are men. I wanted to do it with Nana, but she she wanted to go with godly people. Which is fine. But now I have nobody for my godly women. <laughs> Actually, I do have somebody for that. Ooh. We'll bring her on. Um, good friend of Nana. Her name, oh. I believe, is Kathleen. Okay. Well, I also just... I, I think we should make some ties into our into what we see in our real life. Mm-hmm. So if any of you guys have anything to say about this, like it could be, what what do you think? I, I think we've seen a dramatic decrease of tough guys or godly guys. Or yeah, because... Just, what manhood men. means in general, yeah. I feel like that there's a lot less of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and personally, I can't name any like godly men 
right off the bat, but I could name godly characteristics of people, of men that I know, like Derek. Mm-hmm. I'd say John Fisher is a pretty godly man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Derek. And Derek and Brown. Derek, Chris. Chris. Kyle. My dad. Yeah. Your dad. There's people that we can all point to that we would say we would describe as godly men. Yes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that we all... But uh, the sad part is there's a lot more people I can describe as... Not so godly. Not being man. a man. Weak. Not being a man. <laughs> and I cannot stress this enough. When I say someone's not a man, I do not mean they don't have a penis. They still have a penis, but they just don't act like a man. Matthew. <laughs> the quality. I'm. Okay. Because some people can take that out of context. And you know that happens a lot here. Okay. Yeah. Clarification. Clarification. Anyways, I think a, a lot of it has to. I, I, I just, I think a lot, I don't know, it just, I see kids today, like, I look at our grade, it's, people lack, lack these qualities. Mm-hmm. When I see, when I see people who would rather look at their phone than talk to somebody. Well, it's not our job to judge, it's our job to help. I know. Well, I'm, so I'm, you can make observations. I'm making observations. Mm-hmm. Aiden, and then I'm, we can help. I'm, him. I'm, I'm, I'm addressing the problem. Okay, fine. Just judge people then. <laughs> and <judging>. Hold on. <laughs> as a as a disclaimer, none of us actually. You have your own water. <laughs> <laughs> it's colder. Just as a disclaimer, some of these qualities that we are that Matthew and anyone else who decides to join in might describe, we sometimes do these things, and we're not we're not innocent of any of these qualities or attributes it's not as good is it lukewarm it's not as good is it lukewarm it's on the verge because <laughs> once it's lukewarm we got to throw it out <laughs> spit it out <laughs> anyways no what i'm describing here is w- what you don't want to fall into because when i see guys who are lazy and can't get off their butt to go do something mm-hmm. that applies to us too that yeah, applies that to us. no no i'm not i'm not saying i have been lazy before yeah, exactly. like i see this i've seen this in my own life mm-hmm. it's like when i see people who are lazy can't get off their butt and do something that doesn't that doesn't mark a real man to me well that's that's well, actually we're boys well yeah we're men we're boys i'm turning 18 <laughs> i'm turning 18 <laughs> i'm legally a man <laughs> so anyway one one thing that actually happened at my company there was somebody who works for my dad obviously and uh she is very good at marketing she makes a lot of money because she's very good at it um and she's a young woman too she recently got married a couple of years ago and then recently divorced the guy because all he would do is sit on his butt all day and play video games and that's all he would do. He wouldn't go out and get a job or anything like that. He just wanted to play video games, mm-hmm. so she just left him. So if you are not a godly man, your wife may leave you. <laughs> but just this a warning. Is a, this is a threat. This, this is, is a threat. This is a threat. <laughs> she might leave her for someone like... Uh, like Matthew here. Or she might leave him for something like... Uh, He's almost yeah. 18, too. He's almost 18. It <laughs> <laughs> could be bad. So, yeah. Anyways. Just if... It's always a good thing. If you are confused about how to act, the Bible tells you plenty of ways of how to act. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's a guide. It's the bubble. It's the bubble. It's the bubble. It's a great guide to live your life in every single day. The Bible, even though it might not seem like it does, covers every single issue you may ever have. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
if it doesn't, then it kind of relates to in a different way, but the same at the same time, you know. Yeah. And I think we should also list qualities we should stay away from. Oh, sure. Yeah. So I've got a few. So please just name every opposite of all the stuff that we named. No, so like exactly. selfish. Selfishness. Um, selfishness. Anger. Greed. Yeah, angry, selfishness. greedy. Uh, Sloth. You have <laughs> sex before marriage. That is not godly. Oh, yeah, sexual immorality. Oh, we, how did we forget about that one? How did we forget about that <laughs> one? My gosh. Oh. A man is called to protect the purity of his spouse. Jeez, how did I forget about that? Porn. That's oh. a huge oh, yeah. issue. I think I think porn is single-handedly made destroyed. A gener- destroyed a generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so available to, like, it's like everyone. And, I mean, if you do your research on it, which I haven't, but I know people who have. If you do research on it, <laughs> you can find out it's really bad for you. It's really bad for your mind. It's really bad for uh, stimulation of, you know, different hormones and things like that. And I mean, chemicals. And, and it's and it's prideful. That too, yes. Yeah. And it's also lustful, which yeah. if that was kind of a given. But this one's from Titus one sixteen. They profess to know God, but they deny him by their works. They are detestable, disobedient, unfit for any good work. We missed another one. You have to have works in your faith. Because James says, I think it's James 2.5. Did we not say hard work? Thou must bear fruit. No, we didn't say hard working. James 2.5, I believe, says that faith without works is dead. Yep. And so... We as Christians, not even just men, women too, we have a responsibility to share Christ as well as just do things for God and by God and through God. And if we don't do that, our faith is basically worth nothing. Because I remember you guys, I wasn't there for that episode, but you guys talked a lot about, oh yeah, um, if you only have works and you don't have faith, then those works mean nothing, which is true. I definitely think that faith is, is more important than works. But works without faith is dead it says it quite clearly in the bible even more when it says or even more clearly than it says like depart from me i never knew you because of the people that did their works but yeah so i just want to say that hard working as well and you can yeah. look at a lot of jesus's parables about that he says a lot of stuff on that um i love his stories they're great jesus stories and yeah and then as we said before in the community one, sorry, I just found this one. It says, there is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is no male or female. You are all one in Christ. So we do not discriminate based on race, sex. We don't discriminate mm-hmm. anything. Anything. There's no room for hate. Yeah. Well, I was just saying. There is no room for anything. I saw this no, thing. No, I wasn't discriminating. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no room for any hate. I saw this thing today at our school. They decided to release, like, Something called what is it? No space for hate or no? Oh yeah, yeah no room for hate. No room for hate. About that. Something like that. But no, that was safe to tell, Matthew. What? Is, oh, what is your guys' opinion on safe to tell? Um, I don't know. I probably wouldn't use. It. I'd probably just tell somebody, but mm-hmm. it's not important. Um, but yeah, they said something like no, no place for hate, or something like that. Which is really Which, ironic, cause it wasn't Elijah Goldman talking about that. I don't remember. It's not important. We're no. not gonna we're not gonna call bring people that back out up. or bring anyone anything up. But I don't think anybody at that school supports hate. No, I don't think, and even many people don't even think that what they're doing is hateful mm-hmm. a lot of the time. And that's that's the issue. Oh yeah, is that we claim we as Christians claim to love everybody, um, 
and then people say no you don't <laughs> that happens a lot actually where we say look we're hypocrites and we're sinning if we don't love everybody and so why would we ever want to hate somebody so when i claim to not hate somebody and they say no you hate that person i'm like how would you know yeah you don't know the relationship between me and my god and things that go on with that I, i'm not supposed to and therefore i won't and there's a lot of things that I'm not supposed to, and I will, but if I can control that, which I can, that's definitely one of the things you can control mm-hmm. is how much you hate something. We, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll sign that petition, but I don't think it's going to do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of worthless in a way. It's like the works without faith. You, you can, or faith without works, you can say that you want to, or that you don't, or dislike hate all you want, but how many of those people are actually going out and doing something about it? Why yep. not? Which, I mean, whatever. Yeah, I think that's why we had the responsibility because the one thing, at least from my experience, that is known to turn people around is Christ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, people growing in faith changes their whole perspective on life like it did for me. Yeah. Well, I was watching an interview earlier today, and it was about a muslim who turned to jesus and mm-hmm. was at oxford talking about it but he said that he and it kind of related with this he had nothing to gain really out of a relationship with christ if anything he had things to lose because he would lose family he would lose friends he might even lose his life it's a big risk it is yep. a big risk and he said he didn't start liking christianity more he started realizing that islam was not for him, or was just not correct right and he said that he went back and looked at all the evidence of it. You know, the normal stuff of a logical person. But the thing is, is that it, it made me realize in my own life, like, I had it to where I, I could be like, I, I didn't have to follow any moral values. I didn't have to follow a moral compass. I could just do whatever I wanted to. Mm-hmm. But instead, I decided, I said, look, this is the truth. And I can't deny the truth. And I want to follow the truth. Yep. So that's what I did. I wanted to pursue it. And many people say as they did they said it changed me mm-hmm. and change is kind of like a minuscule word it's really not it doesn't, doesn't have do a big impact what it really yeah, means what it does yeah. to a person so when our pastor was talking on sunday he said that change can only be done by man transformation ah. that is what can be done by yes. god mm-hmm. and that is something that mm-hmm. we as christians have done to ourselves you can look at many people who used to be drug dealers who used to be people who would kill other people or terrible terrible things obviously and um they turned around they changed their life for jesus and it's an incredible thing to see kanye jesus (laughs) i mean you're not wrong (laughs) jesus has saved more people than any medical treatment than any drug or or uh other person in this world Mm -hmm. jesus has saved more lives than anything to ever exist yeah and we're not we're not here to tell you that your faith and what you believe is wrong we're just here to say that ours is right well (laughs) well, there there can only be one right there's only one one. but you can still respect other people and then eventually push them in the right direction but that just that just reminds me just looking out the classroom and how kids like behave it's just none of them they don't know they they don't know they don't have anything to guide them yeah mm-hmm. i mean it we, brings sorrow to my lost. heart we're yeah we're lost mm-hmm. as a generation yeah i mean once you lose your 
your compass, your map, which is the Bible and Jesus. So if you have like a compass or a map and you uh, you lose that compass or map, you're going to be lost. And he even says it with Jesus. He mm-hmm. says, or Chris actually made this when Jesus talked about the salt and the light of the earth. He said, if this room were to go pitch black and you thought that you were in danger and you saw a little door crack and it, there was like 20 people in this room, everyone would run straight for that little door crack of light and they would try to go through that door. And that's what that's what Christians did when they, you know, had their experiences with Christ and decided to follow him. He was the light and he's the salt. And it's just like an, a white LED strip <laughs> that the deceiver put there. I'm glad that you think that's <laughs> funny. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, Matthew, would you like to wrap okay. us up here? Yes, yeah, so I'm going to wrap us up by bringing some, tying some things we said earlier. So loving others, working with faith, faith with works. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was there? I'll think of it as I say it. But, oh, and also... Uh, Everyone was made in God's image. Mm-hmm. And I think when people are scared to talk to people, I think it's good to remember we're, we're all the same. We're all human. Mm-hmm. People can't hurt you. I mean, spiritually speaking. But Robbie put the <laughs> flip-flop down. But No, people can't hurt you, and we're all made in God's image. And if we're called to love, um, we should, Robbie, <laughs> just really distracting over there. But... If we're called to love, we should we should go up to that person that God's calling you to talk to and just talk to them. It doesn't mean it have to be about Christianity at first. But, you know, if you start to get to know this person, just introduce your faith, faith to them and act as a Christian would, as Jesus would, in, or act as Jesus would. So that's well, just what I want to close off Yeah, with. yeah, one thing is that remember this every single time that you're going to go talk to somebody who you may not know, could be a complete stranger, and you might not even feel comfortable talking to them. Remember this. Put it in your head. That person was created by God just as you were, and you have the ability to save them. You have the ability Mm -hmm. to change their faith for the better. And you are going to sit there and just let that opportunity pass by because you might be too scared. And that opportunity may may never arise in their life again. And so know that when you approach somebody, you could save their entire life. You could change their entire life. You could transform them, or God could transform them using you. And just know that God loves them as he loves you, and that you should love them as you love yourself. So why wouldn't you tell somebody the truth? Why wouldn't you want to save them? People who are unsaved are walking in a meaningless life. (laughs) No, that's the truth. No, that no, that is the truth. The, yeah. They're walking in a mania or meaningless life into a hellless into, into hell, basically. Is it hellless or is it hell? hell? No, hell. Make a choice. I'm gonna say they're, they're walking hell. into a separation they're, from. They're God. walking into a separation with God, and they they don't even know it. They don't even so change them and show them what life is all about. We'll say it over and over again. If you truly love somebody, as you are called to do, you will tell them the truth. Because mm-hmm. people ask a lot, like, what's the meaning of life? And the meaning of life you can find with, the, with God. Mm-hmm. And if you, try, if you look anywhere else in your life, 
in in your in culture in parties having fun with people that was a fun episode i'm happy we did that really that's not very nice of you. but anyway so we are going to be doing a q and a episode next episode and we'll get all your questions done please send in as many questions as you'd like or can physically think of we want all the questions in the send them Send them. And uh, we already have like five to ten here already. But, uh, yeah, we're going to figure that out. We're going to have a great time with it. We're going to figure it out. And uh, Luke and Jonah should be on the next one. All right. We'll see you all next episode.